I'm Stephen. And I'm Kevin. In today's episode of The Stephen and Kevin Show, we're going to talk about six instances where it makes sense to ask for feedback. All right, welcome back, everybody. Episode 38 of The Stephen and Kevin Show. Today, we're talking feedback. Yeah, and you might be thinking, feedback, that sounds kind of like a boring topic. Or <laughs> you do, clicked on it, buddy. Do I really want feedback, right? And that's one of the biggest things. I mean, not, not a lot of the financial professionals that we work with ask for feedback, probably because they don't want to hear it. I mean, forget the fact of financial professionals. Most people in life don't want a lot of feedback. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's honestly, like, like, I'm not big on feedback. Like, I'm not always like, but it can be a gift. It I'm can big be on really praise. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Pat's on the back. Sure, bring it. Yeah. Uh, feedback, uh, not so much. Hey, honey, is there anything I could be doing better around the house? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where do we start? Right. You know, part of it, when we were when Kevin was rolling this idea out to me and, and talking about this being the hook for our show here, he said six times to give feedback. I was thinking, what are we turning everybody into like that needy partner in the relationship who's like, are you okay? Yeah, is everything good? Are we all right? You know, I love you. Do you love me? Are we are we okay now? Right, right. But no, we're right, we're actually going to be looking for for points where we can get legitimate feedback um, around. A variety of topics pertaining to your business. And again, it can be really, really helpful. It yeah. can help you in terms of understanding your value, and it can be helpful in terms of always improving your service. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people go through life blind to feedback, and it hurts your process. I mean, if you don't get feedback, you know, let's say, for example, as a speaker, we, we do a lot of public speaking. If we don't get feedback about the fact that that story that I told was really boring, don't use that one again, or that you need to pick up the energy level, or that, you know, that presentation is really meant for two hours instead of one, it felt a little cramped, you'd go on about life doing the same thing over and over again and underwhelming audiences and getting less gigs. You know, I, right? I, I agree. And I think that when we look at feedback, and we, we, I think we've used this as a theme throughout the podcast, is we're always looking for patterns in terms of feedback, right? So like you get feedback from one person, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you totally change everything that you do. No, but if you consistently get the same feedback, then that's the point at which, you know, if you consistently get that, that four-hour presentation should really be two hours then you might want to consider, okay, maybe I need to, to narrow it down and make it two hours. Yeah, absolutely. So here's some rules of thumb because we think there's some real uh, there's some real consequences for asking feedback the wrong way. Yes. You can come across a little hokey. You could come across hokey or you can make it a throwaway type question where it's yeah. like, what could we be doing better? And uh, nothing. You guys are great. Okay. Right. I ask for feedback all the time. No, that's, <laughs> that's not what we're going for here. Yeah. So let's hop into it. So uh, number one, Kevin, was when you're onboarding a new client. And by the way, these are six times when you ask for feedback. So these aren't necessarily six scripts, even though we're going to give you some language. Mm -hmm. These are six different instances where asking for feedback is helpful. Uh, When you're onboarding a new client, one of the things that you want to find out is why they chose you in the first place. Yes. So you're asking feedback not on how's our service been in the first week of our relationship, but you're saying, Kevin, great to have you and your family on board here. I'd love your feedback on... What led you to, to to selecting us versus some of the others you looked at? And I want to go a little bit deeper than that. Part of the secret in, in asking for feedback is getting specific to things that you're curious about. Yeah, get narrow. Right. right. What would you think uh, about the, the team members you met? 
right? Yeah. It was part of the decision. Was it our planning process? What was it? I mean, and the reason that you want to do that, because then you could take this, you, you, you have a better understanding of your value in terms of in their decision-making process. <laughs> and then if you get that pattern that, geez, people really love our, our wealth management process, that it's really unique, our, our investment philosophy, then we need to take that and start using it more on our website or on our LinkedIn or, or when we're, we're crafting our value proposition because it's something people see value in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Love, love that one. Um, the second one here is, is not a, as fun. Uh, this is kind of the opposite, and that's when a prospective client decides not to work with you. And I think this is one where a lot of times when we get this, we make assumptions. We, oh, well, they just, we didn't really connect personally. Or you know, they were looking for this. We don't provide that. And that's mm-hmm. why it didn't work out. I mean, really, you want to go back and ask them. And you might say, you know, uh, hey, look, I appreciate you letting me know you decided to move in another direction. But we're always looking to improve. I love some feedback around, you know, your decision-making process. What did you base your decision on? Was it the fees? Was it our planning process? Was it, you know, you just didn't like our location? Like, what was it? Yeah, and and you're framing it in a way. You want to make sure they interpret this call as not an attempt to win them back. Yeah. Right? Because they made their decision. They moved on. The chances of you changing that decision are really pretty slim. And you want to keep the door open to that we're six months or a year from now, if they're unhappy with their new advisor, they come back to you. Yeah. But uh, but part of what uh, what you're trying to do is solicit feedback that's next level. And so when it comes to, to fees, hey, give me, a, give me a little bit of feedback on what we rolled out to you. Fees, were they just right? Did you feel they were too high? Uh, talk to me about planning process. What did you did you feel like that was a good fit for for your family right now? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the number of meetings we had was that about right? Did you feel like you fully understood what we were rolling out to you? Yep. You, you're getting more specific and leading them to give you better feedback. And ultimately, if you ask them for f- basic feedback, they're going to give you something that's very, very basic. Well, they're going to try and get you probably off the phone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? And they're going to, you know, and uh, and then it doesn't seem like you legitimately are, are looking for for feedback if you ask them a very you know basic question. You know, why didn't why didn't it work out? Um, the other thing too is you'll notice that we preface a lot of these questions too, so we don't just blurt out questions regarding feedback. We let the person that we're soliciting feedback from know why we want that feedback, mm-hmm. right? We're always looking to improve, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever whatever it might be, so. Timing number three is in the middle, middle of a review meeting. You emphasized middle. Middle, because that is the, uh, the, the most common time I'll say to ask for feedback is right after a review meeting. And it's that throwaway question of, is everything all right? Uh, you know, is this a, everything going well for you with our, our process? Yeah. Anything we can do better? No. And we move on. That's when you get the throwaway responses. Right? Exactly right. And when you ask in the middle of the meeting, it comes off with more sincerity. And it's a lot like uh, I'm using a number of examples today from our business because mm-hmm. it's what we know. Uh, it's what uh, what we specialize in. And it, it's kind of like what they train speakers for. They'll say, don't get up in front of the group and the first thing out of your mouth be thanking this person for sponsoring, thanking this person for having you. Thank you for the warm introduction. What a great audience because it all sounds a little bit contrived and insincere. And what they would recommend instead is to blend it into the message. Somewhere midway through, you might recognize the fact that thank you to the home office here for getting me so well prepared. They took a lot of time to showcase some of the new tools that you all have, and we really appreciate them doing it. At that point, Everybody there is thinking, wow, that's really came you know, impromptu, somewhat sincere. Right. And the same holds true when you're getting for feedback from clients. If it comes at the end of the meeting, it's almost like an obligatory, anything we could be doing better, no. We pat move on, pat on the back. Oh, right. everything is great, right? Whereas if I stop midway through and I ask for feedback, 
Timing is important, but also the specificity is important. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to ask for feedback midway through and say, hey, Kevin, anything we could be doing better? I'm going to stop midway through and say, hey, Kevin, I've been meaning to get your input on this. Um, We're we're wrestling with the frequency of meeting with clients. I know traditionally we've met with you three times per year. How, How does that feel for you? Does that feel like too much, not enough? Notice the preface. He told me why he's asking this question, right? Why it's important to him. I think that's that's really really good, and I love how how narrow you get there. Now I'm getting I'm getting narrow because I'm, selfishly I want their insights. I'm not just doing this as an exercise because I think it's helpful to get feedback or or to ask give clients a, an outlet to vent t- to me. I want specific feedback on whether it's my meeting frequency, or the clarity of my fee structure, or the technology they're using. Yes. Or the contact from our team or our support things. staff, right? Yeah. Is, you know, so-and-so at the front desk, are they, are they you know, reaching out to you promptly? Are they getting back to you in a, in a prompt manner? Any like, given team at a, at a certain point in time, on their, you know, most good teams who are always working on something, what are you working on right now that you want a little bit of feedback on real time from a good client? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you should be doing. So, um, in the same middle of the of the review meeting, you can also ask questions to try and get to the bottom of your value in terms of what their perception of what they they care about in terms of mm-hmm. working with you. Um, you wouldn't do these back to back. Stephen just did more of a service related one. This would be one again trying to get you know why, why do you like working with us? So mm-hmm. you might say. Mr. And Mrs. Client, look, we're trying to do a good job telling our story or, hey, we're updating our website or, you know, whatever, yeah. is something along those lines. The preface, we've been working together for 10 years. I know you've worked with some other financial professionals before us. From your perspective, yeah, I'd love your perspective on what you value most about working with us. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you, you could ask them more about, is it, the, is it our process? Is it the relationship that we have? Like, what, what is it? And you're giving them some examples, trying to get narrow. Um, again, use the preface, ask the question. Next one here is um, really about events. So whether you're holding client appreciation events um, or you're holding more educational events, it's soliciting a little bit of feedback after an event. Great mm-hmm. time to do it. However, you just held an event. You're not going to go back to them and say, "Hey, did you really enjoy it?" Like, "Oh, what?" You know, you keep, keep at, you know, <laughs> tell me, tell me, what can we do better at the events? Again, get specific. Hey, I know we had that wine tasting. So glad that you and uh, your your wife were able to make it, Stephen. Um, I want to ask you about the selection because we're going to be holding another event here in in a, in a couple months. Here, what do you think about the selection? Should we go more, uh, you know, Washington wines, or should we go to Sonoma? I mean, what do you what do you think? Mm-hmm. Getting some feedback there that's specific. Yeah, absolutely. Or it could be around the venue. Hey, yeah. Did you feel like it was big enough, uh, you know, for for That's that size good. crowd, or you know, things that legitimately you're questioning? If you were to do that event, what were some of the questions you had about the number of people there? The whether you might have done this one as a couples event, you might ask the client if they thought it would have been cooler if you did a men only or a women only. Yeah, right. Feedback on anything that you're curious, legitimately curious about. Good one. Number five, after your clients meet with another professional, like an accountant or an attorney. Mm-hmm. Now, in this case, you're not asking for feedback on yourself. You're asking for feedback on that other professional. Yes. And this is important because you want to know, is the client getting serviced well by that accountant or attorney or other professional? And you want to be careful in how you phrase this. So preface might be, hey, you know, we're, we, we, we want to make certain all of our clients are really happy with the professionals they're using and that they're getting quality, uh, quality service. Uh, tell me, Kevin, on a 1 to 10 scale, what would you think about this meeting with XYZ accountant? How, yeah. how, would you, how would you rate them? Now, you can take different paths with that, but generally we'd say put it on a 1 to 10 scale because people will often give you answers. If you ask them generally, like, hey, do you like them? They're going to say, well, yeah, I work with Kevin. We've worked they're together for, for years, and yeah. they're, they're all right. And 
Instead, we want them to really break it down for us. You know, are they, do you feel like they're detail-oriented? Are they quick turnaround? I mean, give us some insights here because we have a lot of clients who need other professionals, and we want to make sure if we're referring out that it's to somebody who's really good. This is one where we're, we're big fans of that 1 to 10 scale because you're going to develop two lists out of this, right? I mean, if they're rating that person 8, 9, or 10, uh, then you want to meet them, right? That's someone that you might want to build a relationship with, professional alliance with. If they put, put them a 7 or below, then you might be building a list of, existing clients so you might want to refer to another professional mm-hmm. at some point so you're building two different lists there uh next one here and this is our our final one today number six is when you lose a client no one likes losing a client but when you do i think a lot of times we again make assumptions as to why it didn't work out right oh they were always questioning my fees or this or that you know and you know or we just didn't get along personality wise whatever the heck it was you start making some assumptions you want that type of feedback it's something again that we do here at the oxley institute with coaching clients and it's not that it didn't work out but whenever anyone's leaving we like to do exit interviews right Mm -hmm, absolutely and And sometimes you have to track people down because they think you're trying to win them back yes um which you are but not immediately you respect their decision you know they're going to part ways they've already made that call but you want some real specifics on not just the stated reason why they're leaving, no, but the underlying stuff. Hey, tell me, I know you, you said it's mainly a, a fee issue for you, but uh, talk to me about the, the, the nature of the calls. Were these coaching calls helpful for you? Right. Right. What about the live event? Would you, did you get a lot of takeaways from that? Um, yeah, the frequency right? of the calls, like all yeah. those types of things. So you could say, um, you know, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Ex-client, <laughs> you know, hey, I respect your decision to go in a different direction, but hit me with it. You know, what could we have done differently? Was it the contact frequency? Were we, were we not communicating with you mm-hmm. um, in a timely enough manner? Um, was it our wealth management process? Was it the fees you were paying? I mean, talk to me a little bit about that. I'm just trying to get some, some feedback from you and, you know, hit me with it. Hit me with it or level with me. Level with me is basically, good too. Basically saying, being ca- be candid with me. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Just tell me what, what's the story. Exactly. Right. So part of the part of this is you, you, you sent some takeaways here. You want to preface, give yeah. them a little bit of reasoning why. You want feedback, not for the sake of feedback, but for the fact that you want help in refining your process and the best people to get a, give you advice on that are your clients. Narrow, narrow focus. Narrow focus. Uh, no different yeah. than we were talking earlier, Kevin, about an experience at a restaurant. You might sit down at a nice restaurant and uh, you have a meal, and the meal is okay. Mm-hmm. Not worth sending back. But just one that you thought was could have been done better. Yeah. If the waiter or waitress comes back by and they say, "How was everything, folks?" So oh, it was fine. You know, yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> How are things? Great. Oh, it's fine. Great, fine. Yeah. Can we get our check? Even if they're not totally fine, you probably just give them. Unless a you're fine. ready to basically try to send it back, or yeah. you know, but you know, basically, if that same waiter or waitress would have came back by and and said, "Hey, I, I just wanted to check in on the food." Uh, what'd you think about the the tuna? Anything the chef could have done differently with the tuna? Yeah, or, or, or we're tinkering with the recipe for the tuna. Yeah, we right? tried a little bit of a, a you know a peppercorn type thing on the tuna. What'd you think about that? Yeah, and Kevin might say, "Well, the peppercorns were good. It's just a little gray throughout the whole thing, which right. is not how I would you, typically order tuna." You overcook this thing, right? Um, but that's it. You know, you get narrow, you preface, and that's how you get some real legitimate feedback from people. Um, Take a look. We have an event coming up in Austin, Affluent Marketing Symposium. What are the dates on that, Stephen? Do you January recall? January 26th and 27th. You want to know why I recall? Because it's my birthday. Oh. 
<laughs> Not that uh, I'm looking uh, all that forward to spending my birthday working with you guys, but uh, it seems to be the way it falls. Like every year, we end up doing an event on my birthday, which is fine. These events are really, really valuable. They're introspective. You work on your business. Um, you get to work with a lot of other peers who are looking to grow. And you can't come to Charlotte next week because we are officially sold out for Charlotte. Yeah, but it's one of those things. You come away, it, it happens every single time. People come in with a certain amount of energy, and it's kind of like, all right, what are we in for here? Yep. They walk out of there. You can just feel it coming out of their pores that they're, they reignite some excitement about growing their business, mm-hmm. and they've got some ideas to use. So uh, come join us if you can. Austin, in January, we'd love to have you there. Thanks for joining us all. Thank <laughs> you.